The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. I want to apologize for my topics this week, man. You know, <laughs> I was a little, I was yeah. a little, a little occupied. I had a lot of things going on this week, man. You know, uh, yeah. but so so we we starting off twenty twenty two with some with with some ownership. Yeah, man, huh? that's 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 the, that's the only way to do it, man. Start off with a little ownership, man. That's the only way to to you know start off right. You know, in twenty two, man, first yeah. episode. You know, starting off right, yeah. right. So. Everybody probably watching college football anyway. So. <laughs> hey man, so uh first off, man, you know, we're gonna thank some people, right? We're gonna thank some new listeners, man. We're gonna thank some new subscribers, man. Like I'm so pumped up for this year, man. We had a we had a pretty good year, man. And we had a pretty good year. So yeah, yeah. I most definitely wanna year. thank everybody for making that happen. But I'm here to tell you, it's only gonna get better, baby. We ready, man. It's only going to yeah. get better. We got some lineups, man. We got some things happening, and and I'm pumped up, and I know you stay pumped up. So, man, we we, we ready to rock and roll, man. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. New listeners, shout out. Shout out to the new listeners. I, we got a lot of new listeners. We got a lot of new um, YouTube subscribers as well. Um, so, I mean, you know, um, a lot of people came. Uh, I guess the Fat Leonard episode just kind of, you know, <laughs> People wanted to see some stuff, so we got some new listeners. So hey, I appreciate y'all <laughs> and shout out to y'all. We're gonna have a good, like a good day today. We just gonna, you know, not yeah. not too it's the crazy. First episode, right? man. It's the first episode back, man. So we gotta get into some stuff, man. The the well, what's been going on? What we got going on in 22, man. What's been happening with you? Hey, so let me no before like so before that, right? <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you do you have a you got a New Year's resolution? Oh man, I don't really do the I, I used to do the New Year's resolution, man. Right. Now, if you wanna yeah. if you wanna call this a New Year's resolution, man, like I my my, my plans, like I got plans for twenty two on things I wanna accomplish, but I don't necessarily like say, okay, I wanna lose thirty pounds. Okay, I'm gonna run every day. Let- I'm going I don't have those New Year's resolutions, but I do got plans for 22, man. I, I really want to have a plan for a business, like like have it like damn near finalized in 22, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily like have a another plan, man. Like I'm supposed to be running all the time yeah. anyway, man. I'm supposed to be trying to keep my weight down anyway. So I don't have none of those resolutions. What you got? Yeah. You got one? I, it's funny. I was talking to my boy, my boy Rel, my man Rel, on the phone, and I'm like, man, like we were talking about, hey, man, next year, like this year, man, I ain't trying to do this, I ain't trying to do that, and I realized, I'm like, damn, we actually have resolutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really, you know, that wasn't really something that I ever. I, when I was in my 20s, I'm like, yo, I'm never having a, rev- a, a yeah. resolution. Come on, I used man. to have like, one every year. The same way, <laughs> Popeyes <Hey>. chicken, <laughs> nah, forty ounces. I used to have like, one this every year be forever. <laughs> Yeah, you you right yeah, though, man. Now I'm to, like, now I'm like, what's yeah, up? I used to come up with them all the time though, man. Like I used to come up, I used to, I used to like live them for like maybe two months, man, three months. I used to be like in it, yeah. But then of course, you know, the same <laughs> you just same day would come back out. Something, you know what I'm saying? 
same day was still showing up, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like now I'm like, yo, no hard liquor. I'm only gonna drink wine. Yeah. You know, maybe the plum wine. Who knows? You know, so I mean, it's a couple of things we want to do. Me and my wife, we want to lose some weight. You know, we we yeah. want, we, you know, we've been kind of eating healthy. I didn't realize how much weight you lose just by eating healthy, man. Boy, what you talking about, man? Like I used to, people used to tell me all the time, man, I used to be like a, a workout guy, like all the time. And, and eating was one of the things, man. I used to read about it all the time, man. They always say like 80, 20, 90, 10, man. Like yeah. 80, 80, 90 is what you put in your body and, and the rest of it is working out. And, and I believe in that, man. Especially when you eat healthy, man. You you don't have to even work out that much if you eat healthy. Yeah, I ain't realized that. Hey, so hey, another thing, if you're a, if you're a new listener, hey man, uh, <laughs> we gonna be catching up a little bit, see how each other doing. It's been a while since the last time you know we talked to each other. So if you're looking for some salacious, uh, fat <laughs> Leonard content. <laughs> <laughs> you go catch us catching up with each other. I mean, I'm fattling it right now. You know, I got to get myself back in shape. Me too, Stuff like man. that. So you're you going to catch us catching up with each other. But look, we appreciate you subscribing to our, our, our YouTube page. Hey, so I do want to tell you something happened today. So I went to the gym, right? I told you I've been kind of doing my healthy stuff, right? So I go mm-hmm. to the gym, right? You know which gym it was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, which, which gym was Planet it? Fitness. <laughs> yeah. So it's Planet Fitness, right? <laughs> so I, I, I'm on my way to Planet Fitness, right? So I stop at. Like it's, it's a stoplight, so I stop at the stoplight, dude. The stoplight turned green. The moment the stoplight turned green, the car behind me honking a horn. The moment the stoplight turned green, I'm like, "Yo, what the hell is this?" So I turn into the Planet because it, it was the turn of going to Planet Fitness. So I don't like this person was going to Planet Fitness too, right? Little did they know. <laughs> I was going to Planet Fitness too, right? <laughs> so I turn in, I make, so I'm in front of them still, right? I turn and I make the turn into, you know, the Planet Fitness parking lot. And I saw that when I hit that, that right turn uh, signal to turn into Planet Fitness, I saw his car like slow down a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pull into the, I pull into my parking spot, but I want to, you know, I got the camera, so I want to back into the parking spot. Yeah, yeah. So I pull into the parking spot. I'm, I'm, you know, when like when you're trying to back in with your camera and somebody like behind you don't know what you're doing. Like, so I'm like, man, you know, I'm like, yo, but the dude and he ain't want to go. He ain't want to move his car. Right. He was hesitant. Right. So I knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to wait it out. He wanted like me to park and like get in the gym before I got a chance to see who mm-hmm. he was. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so I let him go. He, he wound up he wound up going and parking. So I had some stuff I had to collect, right? So I'm collecting my stuff and I'm realizing, now mind you, if he beeped his horn right when the light turned green, that means he was in a rush. You yeah. know what I mean? He was in a rush to go somewhere, right? Yeah. We get in the parking lot. This dude is the most patient dude in the world, man. And I'm waiting. Now I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to do nothing ignorant or crazy, but I just want to ask him like, hey, dude, like, what was the rush? You know, that's all I wanted to know, right? Because I know how crazy people are now, especially like in parking areas and stuff like that. So I wasn't gonna go to his car. I wasn't gonna go to this dude's car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was gonna wait till he got out of his car and be like, "Hey, dude, like, you know, what was the like the rush, man?" Yo, he waited me out, man. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm actually in a rush. I'm trying to get to work out because I had to start working. Yeah. Right. I telework today, so I had to start working. So I get in the gym. I'm like, man, I don't care about this dude. And then I. I feel like so I think he waited till like other people came in, but I feel like I knew which dude like he was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I knew which dude he was, man. <laughs> but it's like I, you know, I can't you can't say nothing then because then yeah. they'd be like, no, 
Like, what's up? But I was like, man, I, I would have been like poetic justice, though, man. But that's it. That's not no moral yeah. to the story. Nothing at all, man. This yeah. dude just thought that he was about to rush somebody, and then he found out I was going to the same place as him. Yeah, man. Imagine that shit, huh? Yeah. Caught him off guard, man. Caught him off yeah, guard. Yo, I'll be, I'll be super serious about the parking stuff, too, man. I'll be yeah. so, I got ran down. Like, like ran, like somebody cut me off in a parking lot when I first got to San Diego base uh-huh. some years ago. I was fired up, man. Yeah. I was steamed up. Like, I, like I went up to us. I'm like, yo, what? Like, like you knew I was parking. I was, like, <laughs> I probably should have done it different because, like, the rank is a lot of stuff, you know. But yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? This like human to human right here. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy, man. What's what's uh, been up with you, man? Oh man, I didn't, I've been having man, like I've been having a blast, man. Tell you the truth, man. From um, probably from Christmas on, man. Like Christmas came down, man. Freaking kids was like very excited, man. They they had a they, they was they was really like we really went, you know. I ain't gonna say they like we spent more money wise though. But when mm-hmm. we spent the money at this time, I think it made a difference in, in in everything, man. Like, for example, man, we I bought my um uh daughter, um, and I I think this was bigger than any present she ever got, man. Believe this or not, believe it or not, and it wasn't that as much money um that I normally would spend, but I got her tickets to Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Right. And I think yeah. that alone, man, like even though it wasn't cheap. Don't get it twisted, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but like that by itself, man. She broke down. If you saw it on, on Facebook, man, she broke down, man. And everything. I was, I see that it. was that was that was good <laughs> stuff, man. I felt real good about that, man. Angeline um, told me about it, but I ain't see it. Yeah, man, it was, it was it was pretty good, man. Um, and then you know, my son just graduated boot camp. Yeah, know? yo, congrats, Mark. Congrats yeah, to Mark. He just he just um graduated on the seventh. We went up there, man, and, and I wanted to like. Like for anybody who who didn't graduated boot camp and, and 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 been gone for a while, you know, up there, man. I I really think everybody should take go back up there, man. Man, them kids, mm-hmm. it, it, it's I don't know what it is, man. To me, but uh, I don't think it's the kid, man. These kids were so humble up there, man. These kids up there ready to 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 go to 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 show up on these ships man ready to rock and roll. I don't know what it is in the between time when they get to the ship. That A school, man. <laughs> it got to be that A school, school man. man. I don't know what it means. I was up there, man. man. Dude, it's the fleet, fleet returnees. returnees they, get, they they hit them up. I don't know what man look. I went up there, man. Morning seeing chief. Morning, morning, morning. I went up there. They put me in the VIP, man. So they YouTube this thing. I'm up <laughs> dude. I'm up there with that with with the Admiral. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm up there VIP. You couldn't tell me nothing, but my chest was all big up there, man. I'm here to tell you, man. It was good. It, it, it was real good, man. I came out there and then all like Mark little friends, he got in there, man, up there. And then Mark talking to me, they all coming up to him, like like uh, talk coming up to him. Like morning seeing Chief and that thought talking to him. Morning seeing Chief. I was like, I yeah. got a little tired of saying good morning though, but other than that, man, it was, <laughs> it, it was a it, it was a hell of an event though, man. Like the whole we went through, man, seemed like that shit was like freaking twenty minutes, thirty minutes, man. It's like Hollywood up there, man. Yeah, it's like they go all out up there for those uh, graduations now, man. Like different people Did coming you- from the bands uh, to like the raffle people doing doing some stuff, man. Flag, they got all fifty flags. They doing like stuff with them though. You know what I mean? It's like 
They they went through everybody's uh song, you know what I mean? Like not the Navy, the Air Force, everybody, even freaking um Space Force had a, had, had their little song, mm. man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like everybody had something, man, uh going on up there. So it was a pretty big event. Then he left. We we didn't have him out there. He had to be back at at uh twenty hundred, man. We he thought it was twenty one, right? So he yeah. think it's he thought it was twenty one, and uh his his um uh, RDC hit us hit hit um L up around uh um uh, and he was like, hey, you know, just checking to see his mark back in. I said, then I came over because he was on the thing, so I came over and said, hey, um, we was told he's supposed to be back at at um twenty one. So we just yeah. dropped him off, and he was like, "Is this senior chief?" And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" So I was like, "So some Mark had to tell him that I was a senior chief or something." Because he just, I just, I yeah. was just talking to him. I ain't come out and say anything. And he said, "Yeah, we uh, it was a little confusion. We sent it out earlier because uh, the people who they got the twenty one hundred was the people who got held back because Mark oh, had to okay. leave at like three thirty in the morning the next day. So Straight they want those guys. Yeah, they want those guys back early." So yeah, so man, it was Pensacola. It was, yeah, Pensacola, y'all. And they got a bus, dude. They bust them down there, man. I'm assuming that's a COVID thing right there, because they don't want them on plane, don't want them to get sick and all that stuff. So uh, they I, I got it up. Somebody from Pensacola, they said, uh, they said, uh, let tell Mark, you know, let Mark know they, you know, if he need anything, they could reach out to him. Somebody down there. So I gotta send you oh, that sure. information. Good stuff, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Good time though, man. So what's up with you, man? What hey, you up to? Um, what else happened though? What else happened for your uh, holiday? What else happened for my holiday? Anything? I'm trying to think. Um, no. So, did you do anything for New Year? Yeah, we did. We did a little something. wasn't wasn't too 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 much though. We went to one of my my friends' house, hung out. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't nothing too crazy, man. Like um, the normal spot, man. We we couldn't get into my until Pachanga, man. We was trying to get uh, in there, man. They wasn't doing. Yeah, yeah, Pachanga <laughs> shut down, man. So we ain't do nothing there. So we just hung out a little bit, man. wasn't too too much of nothing. Yeah. So for New Year, I mean, you already know that we launched uh, PTSF presents the fam room, um, where I'm talking to people. So I talked to. On New Year's Eve, I want to say, I talked to um, an old friend of mine, Gregory Davison, um, musician. At this point, I just might as well just call him a musician all around. I mean, from like rock, alternative, punk, some punk, and um, now even like some hip hop inspired stuff. So I sat down with him for less than an hour and talked to him. We had a, a good chat. It got like real music nerdy. And then I, I bought in the New Year actually talking to Angeline, me and Angeline. We sat down. Yeah. For I thought it was going to be like a little bit of time, but it was like a PTSF episode pretty much. <laughs> so we sat down and we talked about, you know, the year. We talked about everything that we did. And um, it looks like it's going to be an annual thing that we do. So it looks like we're going to do it next year, too. It's going to be much better next year because we already know we're going to do it. I, I, I kind of came up with this idea like, yeah. When I woke up, I was like, hey, babe, uh, we're going to sit down and talk about the year. And I know she's been wanting to kind of record our conversation, not for like public consumption, but just for like our own like memory bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, we we just never had a, I never had a like concept. So because I was relying on her to get the concept. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, but uh, she never, I never had a concept, but uh, we, we did find one for this uh, 2021. So uh, we did another episode called 2021. So we launched a fan run with two episodes. Um, then me and you, we were guests on a podcast that's coming out uh, soon. Big, yeah, you know, big time podcast that's coming out soon. So, I mean, I think by this time, the Eagles were already clinched in the playoffs. Well, man, let me tell you about the Eagles, <laughs> man. You know what, man? Speaking of that, I don't want, we don't, we're not going to get too much into the playoffs so, clinch. You know, I'm glad you, you, you know, you brought this up, man. I didn't like, bring it up. Hey, world, clinched, I did not man. bring it up. He brought it up. So, I, I was confused a lot, man. Like, we beat you guys this year head to head, but yeah, you yeah. guys clinched the playoffs. We, we got the same record. And you guys clinched mm-hmm. the playoffs before we clinched yeah. the playoffs. And yeah. I, I, I was confused, but then I kind of knew what they were talking about because if the Saints would have tied up with all three of us, it would have been like a three-way tie deal, and it would have had nothing to do with head-to-head battles. It had something to do with the conference wins. So that's why yeah. you guys would be in. So, yeah, I understand, man. It's all good, man. But we all in. You guys are number seven seed, and we are number six seed. So mm-hmm. I wanted to clear that up, make sure that was that, yeah. was, that was out there. But, yeah, man. You, um, you planning on going to see the Kurt Warner movie? No, nah, I ain't going to see the Kurt Warner movie. <laughs> I might watch it though. I like watching I like watching inspirational uh movies and stuff though. But it looked yeah. like they before this movie even came out, I knew he had a story, you know what I mean? From bagging yeah. groceries to the Super Bowl type deal. Uh, you know, so I know he got a story, but I'm most definitely yeah. not going to movies and see it though. It's funny, I always thought his story would make a cool movie until I saw the previews. <laughs> Then I was like, nah, I don't know about this one. Oh, they could have kept, hey. kept this one with that national championship, uh, the national champion movie they got coming out. Man, you saw the previews to that? National champions? Mm-hmm. Uh, you ain't, oh, okay. All right. And then we, I know we talked about going to see that movie, Journal for Jordan. Yeah, yeah. That movie has some bad reviews. So, I mean, we'll see what happens because that's supposed to be like our military movie. Yeah. But um, another gift that I bought was this, the Oculus. Yeah. Right? And I think y'all got an Oculus yeah, at y'all I bought, house, right? I bought, so a long time ago, man, like Ella had said she wanted one. So I kept that little nugget a long time yeah. ago, man. So I got a one, man. And uh, yeah, go ahead, man. I, but you, we got so, one too, though. Yeah. So I've been around. It's a, it's a place in Oculus called Venues. Weirdest thing ever. I don't want to get too deep into Oculus yet, but it's yeah. a place called Venues where you could go and you could talk to people like an oculus world and it's like mm-hmm. people people like you know regular it's like being on social media but in a virtual you know world so i went to some like i just wanted to see people there's people in there talking about all types of crazy yes, stuff man yes like crazy like yes. unfiltered you know stuff like it was yeah. crazy so um this this one now nah, i don't even want to say what he said never mind i don't get it, get us in trouble with like first yeah. episode back right by repeating what somebody else said yeah but um I, I went to this wrestling room and I, I don't watch wrestling but i went to this wrestling room and there was a dude in there and he was like demo um this is crazy ain't it and i'm like oh, i gotta get out of here man like i wasn't <laughs> trying to actually like talk to people like yeah, I just, no, it man. was just like walking it's yo and like it's like uh they got like office workspaces like you could go, you could like scan your desk. You could go into like an office space and have a, a work meeting like Zoom. But it's like virtual where you could see people. Yeah. Y'all could dip off and go talk to each other. It's already there. I thought like all of this stuff was like stuff that was going to be coming soon. 
Yeah. All this stuff is already in that Oculus world. So I try my best to limit my time on Oculus. Um, so every time I get on, I'm probably on for like less than an hour. Plus, my I don't have a video game attention span like yeah. anymore where I could really sit, you know, with the game for too long. But that Oculus is crazy. Dude, and crazy. I can only see it getting crazier. Crazy, man. If you don't have, I'm about to buy me one. That's how crazy it is. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, mean too. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I tell you, man, we went like me and Ella, uh, Ella freaking, I guess you got something free, man. I'm at the Atlanta and Philadelphia game live on court, courtside. Yeah, you could go uh, yep. courtside yeah. right there, man. I'm like at the game, like looking at it, old big MB laid up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Dude. Killing them, man. Yeah, yeah I just they, signed they, up. I signed up for some to watch some game. Yeah, then me and um like this morning, man. I, will, I know we're gonna come back to this, but me this morning, man. Me and we worked out to it, man. We got this boxing thing, man. Um, like every morning, me and me and Ella, like maybe like 25, 30 minutes, a little boxing thing from from getting low and punching, you know, jabs and all type of stuff, man. I be tired yeah. as hell on that damn thing, man. Is it the Creed game or is it the other boxing game? Just I'm the a, regular boxing I, dude, rise the glory fight. I don't know. I don't know which one I get. I get the name, man, because Ella wants set it up. She sets the whole little workout okay. thing. I just put it on and go. Yeah, they got like a bar fight game too. I don't know. I might I might have to check that one. <laughs> check check that one out. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. If anybody, I mean, this and ain't like a plug or nothing, but it's definitely yeah. super fun. Like the Oculus is super fun. Um, I also watched the movie Jason's Lyric for what I think was the first time ever. Wow. Right? Did you watch that? Man, a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of issues with that movie, man. You know what I mean? Um, so first off, to, to like to make it completely clear, it was a good movie, right? Like good, like yeah. three out of five good. Not great, not yeah, yeah, excellent. It was a good movie. So that's my clearance. Like it's it's a good movie, like for clarity purposes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, it was based out of Texas. So in the 90s, that was rare, right? Like, because we had like Minister Society stuff based out of like Cali. And then we had like yeah. Juice and stuff like that based out of New York. But Jason's Lyric was based out of Texas. And um, like the they made like the gangster characters look like cartoonish. Like I think Eddie Griffin was on there. He mm-hmm. had like the perms. <laughs> it was like a lot of like cartoonish, you know, characters. And then Bokeem was going real hard with the cartoon kind of like acting. I don't know if you, you know, remember anything yeah. about this movie. But the thing that I remember that I know could not fly in 2022 was this dude, Arlen Payne, he was trying to get Jada Pinkett's like number, right? He tried to get her number for for a while. Yeah. Lyric. Well, Jason was trying to get Lyric's number for a while. Not like not long, but he ran into her a couple of times. And then he caught her one day. And she she got on a bus. They was in a restaurant. She was getting off work. I don't know if you remember this movie at all. But she gets on a bus to go home. Mm-hmm. He grabs keys to the truck from Eddie Griffin, hops in the truck. He follows the bus all the way to her crib. That's a charge in 2022, yes. bro. Yes. You're not, you're not doing that in 2022. <laughs> That's not romantic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And somebody was like, yo, it just depend on the guy. <laughs> I don't know if that. No. I don't know if that's the case in 2022, look, man. Look, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. In 2022, you can be freaking Brad Pitt. You know, one of the best look, the top 100 best looking men in the world. If you follow a young <laughs> lady home and get yeah. off that, and she get off that bus, and you show up there at her house, oh, dude, that's a no, no. They call it's the cops. Crazy, you, man. Well, you get the cops called. Sick. Man. 
Sick. Yeah. Hey, I got a uh I got a question for you though. Yeah, what up, man? Um I, I had this, I saw this post before, it was a while ago, and I had to post, I posted it. But uh on the back end, right? You ever heard that like said before, like on the back end? Yeah, like, like some, yo, I like, get you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When 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 have you heard it? Um I don't know, man. I, I just heard it before when people be talking like, like, for example, um, if I pay for something and they'll be like, hey man, you go ahead and pay it right now, I'll get you on the back end. You <laughs> Have know what you mean? Ever heard some it shit in like the military? That. Huh? In the you military ever heard it in the military? Um maybe when it comes to like <laughs> maybe when it comes <laughs> to things like uh cranking. Uh, hey man, you go ahead and send another sailor, man. I get you on the back end, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or some some shit, some stuff like that, man. Uh, if y'all come in, Chang might put it out, right? If y'all come in on side, oh yeah, I tell yeah, you yeah. guys come in on Saturday, and we gonna get these guys, you know, individually on the back end. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. most likely, most definitely heard Did it you, before. Do the back end ever come? Uh, it depends on um. The sailor man, and I, 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 I well, no, 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 I take that. I know I take that back. No, 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 no. It depends on it depends on a couple things here, man. One, yeah. back to it depends on the sailor. How persistent they are because we try to forget about it. <laughs> Two is, oh, I guess it depends on who says it, man. You know, yeah. If 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 you out there and you had say you got some kind of khaki call or you had departmental call and it comes from the Chang or it comes from your CEO or XO or somebody, your young sailor is gonna make sure you know that got put out. You know, yeah. so my take, I think it happened to us on the Rafael Peralta man, and I remember telling um uh DC my my my, my LPO to get like a watch bill for when he's going to let these people off because you can't let everybody off at the same time. You know what I mean? So I remember telling him, telling him that because I think it came from the chain. I think we had some stuff going on with, I don't know if it was insert. I don't know if something inspection happened and I know we was working late. And I think we worked on the weekend or some, some shit like that. And, and I remember we would get him on the back end, man. And um, yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. Did you but, get him? Yeah, yeah, man. He did it. I, I, I stayed out yeah. of that, man. He, he worked it. I ain't had no complaints come to my way, so I'm assuming everybody got their time off. Yo, you know, it's, it's nothing. What's up? Because you know, kids ain't got no problem with coming and knock on that, knock on your door and tell you hey, they ain't get their day off. So I'm assuming everybody was good. I think the hardest day off to get is the day off that you get for being like the seller of the quarter, or the, or the seller of the week, or whatever. Yeah. Like that be like, it's always a seller. Like, yeah, I never got my day off from seller of the quarter two quarters yeah. ago. Like two quarters. I be like two quarters ago. <laughs> Two quarters ago? <laughs> yeah, oh, how come you ain't man. tell me? I did tell you. I did. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo. But you know what? Right, so, yeah, go ahead. What's up? No. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about the same thing, man. Like, it depends on two, man. Like, like for example, you got a division of three or four, man. It's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of rough. Gotta man. give them their liberty, you gotta man. Give you gotta them, give gotta them their liberty, it out, I guess. Yeah. In 2022, man, we want to go on in 2022. Like giving people their time on the back end, man. We want to actually give people their time on the back end in 2022. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's make that a thing. Yeah. Another thing that we want to go into 2022 doing is taking damage control serious, man. Yeah. You know, uh, we can't I, play around with that, man. That's not an option. It's not an option, man, at all. And uh, we, we most definitely as leaders got to take it seriously, man. Like I know one thing we, 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 we know that, um, 
everybody got a job to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people that also got to understand is one of those jobs is damage control. Um, yeah. And we got to take it more seriously. Like you, you got people out there doing different things to make sure your damage control stuff is good to go. But it is a collective um, win for everybody. If everybody taking a look at their shit. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, a, a DC man can't go around and see everything, right? So we got things in place for that, though. Things are in place yeah. like compartment inspections and things like that. I'm not going to go as deep into it, but things like that are, that's in place uh, for everybody to take a look at their own stuff to make sure it's squared away, man. Uh, make sure it's good to go. Because one thing we know, we could be complacent all day, but it only take one time, man. One time. Yeah. You know? So that's just my little take on it, man. But you're right, man. In 2020, in 2022, not only are we going to take damage control seriously, it really sounds like the Admiral going to take it seriously, too, because he put out some he put out a message. Uh, I know mm-hmm. on my side anyway, on, on Pacific and put out a message like I don't know if you saw it yet, but it pretty much said ain't nobody everybody standing duty um, except the triad. Master Chiefs, everybody is standing duty on surface ships. Now they ain't got mm-hmm. to do with carriers, that's aviation side of it and all that stuff. But on carriers, I mean, I mean, on um, surface ships, everyone is standing duty now, no exemptions. And that I all that came. From, I think that all came from the uh, BHR too, though. Some of that stuff, anyway. I knew that was gonna come out right when I made Senior Chief, man. <laughs> <laughs> That was gonna come out right when I made Chief, man. man. Right before Master Chief, it's all it's like it's like when you get to the new command, and they like, yo, before you came, we was at like 12, 16 section duty, you know. Now we in like six. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happens, man. Yo, for Every ages, time. Master Chiefs ain't been in the duty section for ages, yeah, <laughs> for hundreds man. of years. <laughs> and I wonder, hey, and you know what, man? Like, hey. We on a podcast, permission to speak freely, man. So I want to say something. I want to put something out, man. And I don't care who it is, man. I don't care if it's the if it's a Master Chief or it's a, a E3. Can somebody holler at me on permission to speak freely and tell me if those Master Chiefs are standing watch? Are they standing duty? Not watch, duty. You know what I mean? Oh, or is it the same thing? Is the same thing happen? Or... You know, they are there standing duty, they being section leaders, they doing what they doing, they on duty. I want to know if they on duty. Because I think I, I think I think personally, man, that that uh yeah, the message come out, but if they leave it up to the commands, you know what I mean? I think they pretty much gonna do the same thing. You know? So I don't know. I just wanna know. I think the thought process, and I think everybody probably already know what the thought process is, but I think the thought process is have them there as a forceful backup. You know, and that's whether they stand watch or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not they saying they're not going to stand and watch. I don't think they're going to stand they watch. Might, they might but, stand watch. But I think the duty being well, on duty, duty. Like, like yeah. section leader, you know, something like that. But yeah. I think that is more about, you know, you got a master chief on board. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's forceful backup. Yeah. I mean, definitely. some people are out of practice, you know, and I ain't just talking about master chiefs, senior chiefs, chiefs. Yeah. Like, so sometimes feeling like. You know, but you just got that authority. You know, you got that authority. Somebody that's going to take that job super serious, you know, and like hold it down, regulate, be the authority when needed to be. I think that's pretty much the concept behind yeah. it. I tell you, you one thing, I mean? though, man, when I when we were standing section leader, when I was standing section leader, man, it wasn't nobody there for me to go chill somewhere, man. 
I was the section leader, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was the guy. I went, it wasn't nobody yeah. there that was in training, wasn't nobody there that was just waiting me out. I had a the a watch be a coordinator, you know what I mean? But I didn't all the section leader stuff was I was the section leader, man. Like that was it, man. It wasn't no nothing else to it. You saying you didn't chill? Are you I saying didn't. it wasn't nobody? I didn't. Oh, oh for real. Yeah, it wasn't no like um like I see uh, you hear people talking about it, man. And they always like, yeah, we got we got a, a the scene chief there being a section leader, but we got a chief there too. We got this person that is trying. Yeah. To, they got a radio too. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. I, we had that. Well, thing I, like that, I like to take this moment to give a shout out to senior chief Matt Revis, who 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 stood duty with you. Um, yeah. Who just heard you say that you you never chill, you know, as On a duty? section leader. Yeah, yeah Matt Reeves. You know what, Matt, Matt, Matt Reeves, man. I'll let you boy, man. Hey, um, first off, man, it was a, you know, I think Matt just finally got out of um got out of the uh Japan, man. So it's been a while, man. I think he finally got some some orders, man, back here in uh going to going, I don't know where he's going to, but somewhere in San Diego, which is a good thing for him, man. He's been seeing that that boy been out to sea for a long time, it seemed like anyway. So Big shots out to Matt. And yeah, man, Matt know what time it is, man. When I was section leader, he was actually mm. EDO, though. You know, so he was yeah. working probably a little bit harder than me. But, <laughs> just, a, um, just a little yeah, bit. Just, just a little a, bit harder than me. Just a wee bit. Uh, but yeah, man, we had, we, we most, most of the time I was on board that ship, man, he was in the same section, man. So big shots out to, to Matt, man. Keep doing great things, man. What's your thoughts on skill bridge refusals? I say that because I, I was online and I saw somebody talking about you know, they proposed to their chain of command or something that they wanted to do skill bridge for before they got out. Um, I think we talked about this on an episode that never came out, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on that, though? Do you do you do you think it's a it's ever a reason to refuse uh, skill bridge? Yeah. Uh, I uh-huh. most definitely think it's a reason to refuse skill bridge. Um and it's a hard thing to do for a CO to say no to a sailor who did done 20 plus years or whatever the case may be. It's kind of it's a hard situation. But uh, in certain circumstances, you can do skill bridge up to six months, man. I don't think depending on the location, depending on the job that a CO can lose certain rates and certain NECs for that length of time. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's what a line draws at. For example, if you one of one, example of you, you know, you you're shorthanded, you're you're all this type of stuff. I think the 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 the, the sailors who who um who get a get a head start on it uh, is the ones that win. And when I say a head start, is getting your relief there, you know, on time, and say I'm I'm doing ski bridge at this time. My relief gonna be here at this time. That's I don't see a CO saying no to it if it's if everything falls in line. But mm-hmm. I have already seen circumstances at my command where the CO said no to it all uh, from a sailor. And it was because yeah. they was one of one there. So I see that happening. Even with me, I want to do skill bridge when I get out. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. But I also know it's only two DC men there, you know, at the at the command. So I, I know right now it's going to take. You know, me getting somebody there to replace me, or I'm not gonna do skill bridge. So you getting out after this command? I'm not sure about that. Like I just put in, I'm just putting. Actually, I'm sending my package out today for uh, command scene chief. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, it's a possibility still, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we got a bunch of new listeners, man. And yeah. um, I know we shouted, we, we shouted them out earlier. And we've been doing a lot of personal talk and catching up and, you know, you know, getting kind of, you know, to know each other, uh, what we've been through uh, since yeah. we since the last time we talked. And it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Believe it or not, but, man, it um, don't seem like it though, right? It don't, I mean, it don't seem, it seems like we know we haven't talked in a minute, but at the same time, man, when you look at the numbers, man, it has been a, a while, man, since we put an episode out. So um, maybe because of the fact that we did a little interview too, maybe that's why I'm thinking that too. We did something like in between a little bit. Um, well, I mean, it seemed like it to me. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. Like I, I miss talking to you, man. I'm I like, damn, go Damon, man. I miss seeing that oh, Niners man. hat, man. Hey, you know, man. scroll across my screen, man. Hey, hey, you know man. what I'm saying? Some old Miss gear or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. So yeah, so for me, I'm like, damn, we back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this Pumped is it, up, man. Like, we, ready to we go? Are back, man. Ready to go, man. In that time, though. In that time, we had a few, like 2022 already, we had like three celebrities uh, pass away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Star Wars. Sydney, what happened? Like Star Wars of the game too, man. Big time people, man. Like, Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Super, su- superstars. Superstars. You know, superstars. Like we definitely had some superstars like Sidney Poitier. Yeah. Right? You know, and the connection between that and uh, PTSF is like, you know, Sidney Poitier was in the military. Mm. So uh, so before we even talk about Sidney Poitier, I'm going to first start with somebody that I don't, that doesn't really have a military background. And that was like Bob Saget. So we just found out Bob Saget passed away. I think I found that out yesterday. I think I found the day this morning I got up. Damn, Damn. Bob Saget, like 65 years old. Um, as of the last I found, that last I heard is they didn't really know why he was just found. Yeah, they didn't know yet. They didn't know yet. And let me tell you about that, man. Just the, the Bob Saget thing, man, like hit me a little bit. Man. I grew up on Full House. Yeah. Right? Full House was one of those shows that when you go outside and turn your <sighs> antenna a certain way because you didn't have cable, you get ABC. Yeah. Right? So I was able to watch, you know, I think it was ABC or NBC, one of them. Uh, I was able to watch um, Full House. So I grew mm-hmm. up on, on, on Full House, man. So, uh, you know, that kind of like hit me a little bit. Then I, then I, cause I was thinking, you know, they was young back then. So I had, then I went check this age. That's when I knew, you yeah. know, 60 some years old. I'm like, dang, man, that's young now, man. That's 60 some yeah. is young. Um, now, yeah, yeah, so, it's young, man. 65 yeah, but, is young. But yeah, man, that was, that was a big hit right there, man. Yeah, definitely ABC. Definitely crossed the barriers and everything. I think, like, you know, they was calling him America's dad. Yeah. You know, and that was anybody. You know what I mean? Like, whether you grew up urban, rural, metro, like, whatever, like, anywhere, anywhere. That was, you know, Full House was big and, you know, on families. So, Bob Saget, you know, um, condolences to, you know, his family and, you know, stuff like that. But um, uh, military-related, Sidney Poitier. Um, yep. He was in the army. He was in the army during World War II. He wasn't yep. in the army long, right? So, <laughs> so he was in the army during World War World War II. He was a physiotherapist, right? Mm. And um, he joined at sixteen. Yeah. So he faked his age. He acted like he was eighteen, That's just crazy. so he could get just so he could get into the army. And then he faked a psychiatric disorder so he could get out of the army. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So um, uh, Lily's of the field, in the heat of the night, guess who's coming to dinner? Some of his biggest, you know, biggest movies, Oscar-winning movies, stuff like that. But, I mean, Sidney Poitier, man, he broke barriers in Hollywood, yeah. uh, like uh, a lot of uh, eth- ethnic uh, barriers, uh, racial kind of barriers that was going on at its time when it came to the roles that black actors could play. Yep. So, yeah, Sidney Poitier was definitely super dope and a hero. I mean, you might not even get me and you on YouTube, you know, without sacrifices yeah. made from somebody like Sidney Poitier. So, yeah, most uh, definitely, man. Rest in peace to uh, Sidney Poitier and, you know, condolences to his family as well. World War II Army veteran. Yeah, man. Big time, man. Big time. I'll I, I tell you one thing about uh, Sidney Poitier. First off, in the heat of the night, I grew up on that shit too, man. You know, that mm-hmm. song, come on, you automatatic know what time it is when the heat of the night come on. My mom was a big fan. You know, that's why I watched them. a lot of stuff I watch and a lot of the music I should listen to all the time is because my family was doing it, you know, me at that time. Uh, but so heat of the night was one of the big shows in my household, man. And I just, you know, when you we talk about people like Sidney Poirier and stuff like that, man, when you put their name into Google or anywhere you type their name up there, man, their name comes up with the greats, man. When yeah, your name yeah, pop up yeah. with the greats, man, you you know you're doing something, man. He was one of those people. Um, I think he just got a medal for something from a, from Obama, you know, uh, when Obama was in office, man. So he he's a uh, he's he's big time, man. He been I think the presidential medal or something, but he been doing it for a while, man. I'm talking about like I'm just looking right now at all the movies and and stuff. He got books out. He got all type of stuff, man. That's out. Um. Um, on him man so it's big time man you know condolences to his family man uh but he was 94 years old so he was one of those guys that he lived man and he lived um the right way and uh he did things the right way so uh condolences to the family man and um big shots out to him man for breaking in the barriers that he broke yeah greatness class personified man and then we also so he was 94 yeah. right so like you said, he lived. He had a long life. He lived. Greatness. He got to smell his flowers. Everything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. also lost Betty White at mm. 99. Yeah. Like, what, like weeks? Like, not too far before she actually turned 100. Yeah. So she um, so she got, she had a tie-in uh, with the war as well. She, uh, American Women's Volunteer Service for the army during world war two yeah so man. she volunteered to do some stuff for the army during world war two yep. so uh she was helping out uh like kind of moving things back and forth maybe doing some like entertainment um stuff like that so betty white man she actually got a tie into to the military as well and the army actually gave her a shout out you know what i mean like gave her a shot out you know uh so that's a big deal man but let me tell you something that I noticed during the years and years and years, man, Betty White, man, Betty White was always active. She had to be the oldest active person I, I know, man, when it comes yeah. to like commercials, stealing little movies here, doing doing all this little stuff, man, at her age. She was 90 some years old and she was still actively doing a lot of stuff, man. She never stopped working, man. So, you know, again, condolences to her, man, 99, what? Yeah, Almost Golden 100 Girls. years old, man, and active the way she she was, man. That's that's what we we dream of, man. Like being like being like that, man. Being that active and, and the way she and moved around and did the things she did at her age, man. So, 
Yeah, man, that's that's a big deal, man. But she's gonna be a loss, man. Like just like Sydney, man. They they are lost, you know what I mean, from the things they yeah. did. You know, uh but Betty we, White was another one of those people too that it didn't matter like who you were, like how you were brought up, like you love Betty White. Like, yeah, yeah. We all love Betty White. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. This has nothing to do with Betty White or Sydney, man, but just the whole thing of people we didn't lost in in in, in the end of uh last year and then the beginning of this year man it's just like like crazy man for so for everybody that's out there man love on your people man you never know man it's a lot of stuff that's happening right now in the world man uh with corona and and, and all type of stuff that's happening man so you know love your people talk to your people man and things like that because you never know when something could happen man any day any day um yeah yeah Cause I know we had this we athlete, man. Like, Tom, I don't know if too. you know, you know, uh, the athlete receiver, man, Thomas. Dude was like thirty-eight years old, man. You know, like thirty-eight yeah, years yeah, old, I saw man. That. It's crazy, dude. Crazy. But yeah, man. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. A lot of a lot of family members, and it, it always happened around this time. You know, this time of year, uh, this season, from Christmas through yeah, yeah, damn near Valentine's Day, almost. Yeah. You know, it always happens. You know, like that. I got a question for you. Through 2021, mm-hmm. what do you think for you is like your champion as far as the Navy through 2021? So, for instance, like my champion of the year for the Navy. So whether it be like a new incentive, something that, you know, got better, something uh, nav admin that came out, something that improved. So for me, my champion is my Navy HR. I think my Navy HR is the champion of the year. Like they to for me, they were impressive. Like, like, I mean, like, you know, we joke about them trying to keep up with us and, yeah, yeah. you know, not being able to keep up with us and stuff like that. But um, they were impressive as far as getting information out. Right. And then getting out other kind of information, whether it be a video or like some quick links that like super supported the information and made it like like I hate to say the word, but like seller proof, like made it really easy to digest like if you didn't understand something from a nav admin and it might be too long to read it uh my navy hr gonna come out with a four minute video or a five minute video that's easily breaking down you know whatever it was if it was something that they needed to deep dive they had more than one video they had deep dives they broke down the um the the uh, cpo uh boards the selection boards they did a whole lot last year that needed to be done so my champion of 2021 is my Navy HR. Yeah. Um, my my champion this, uh, of this year, man, is going to be the NAV app that came out to um, for travel claims using your, well, from a travel standpoint, using your government credit card. Um, I'm going to say this because of the fact that I've been in some situations before where I stayed at this place for like 10 days, man. And, um and lucky for me and my family, we had the money to stay longer at this certain location. But I'm never all the time we thinking about stuff. You know, I'm, I'm always thinking in the time of what if I was a junior sailor? And those 10 mm-hmm. days, I think you like 10 days when you're traveling, they pay for and stuff. When that time frame runs out, now you got to start using your money. What if I didn't have that money to use? You know what I mean? So. I'm pretty excited about the whole travel thing. People have everyone having a government credit card uh, to travel with. Now, I know it's some more information yeah. probably going to come out about it, um, about them turning it on and all this type of stuff. But my thing is, I'm just excited about sailors having not to worry when they're traveling. 
You know what I mean? I don't care if they mm-hmm. going on uh, uh, in a car driving. I don't care if they on a plane. I don't care where they at. They don't have to worry about that because they have a government credit card. So big shouts out to the Navy for getting that that out and and, and being an outlet for people to use. And, and, and hopefully people don't um, use the wrong way and take advantage of that situation because I think it'll help a lot of people out. Now, but I do have a... Yeah. a, a yeah. A not so champion too, man. You know, and that's freaking. Let's go. That's freaking. Um, for one, fucking prims. You know what I mean? What it's called? What's the prim thing? Mm. I know it's a two point or whatever the hell it's called. Prims two. Prims you know two point oh, baby. Man, let's let's get let's that up and running, man. Come on, can we get this up and running? We got you. You got us out here doing these PFAs against stuff done. Then after the fact, you say, "Oh no, you know we gonna answer this because it's <laughs> fucking." You know, count, uh, prims ain't up. Come on, man. We could do better. We could do better, man. You know. Um, <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. It was another one too. I, I just forgot about it though. But go ahead. It's kind of late in the game for this, but for what we normally do. But I want to take a moment for us to honor a hero. Yeah, yeah. Right. So for today, Major Smedley Butler. Right. If you never heard of that name, you you know, you're probably not a Marine. You know, which means that that's the name that I want to say the Marines know and they know well. Right. So he was in fifth company, 13th company, 23rd company. This is a two time medal, medal of honor winner. Right. And I'm not going to read the citation as much as I'm going to read uh, this piece that I got from the Military Medal of Honor, the National Medal of Honor Museum. So Major General Smetley Butler, two-time Medal of Honor recipient. Major General Smetley Butler, a native Pennsylvanian, was one of 19 Medal of Honor recipients to receive the award twice for separate actions. Butler had a long military career serving in the Spanish-American War in Cuba, the Philippine-American War in Manila, the Boxer Rebellion in China, the Banana Wars in the Caribbean and Central America, and World War I. In April 1914, the then major courageously led his comrades through a firefight in Veracruz, Mexico, facing street fights and sniper fire. The forces led, to a door to, the forces led a door-to-door search to root out any remaining members of the resistance and were able to successfully occupy the city and maintain the position for six months as the final occupation of Veracruz during the Mexican Revolution. For his unwavering leadership and courage, Butler was presented with his first Medal of Honor. Mm. Major General Butler's second medal recognized his unparalleled courage and bravery during the American occupation of Haiti in 1915. During the occupation, Butler led the attack on Fort Revere in order to seize an escape of the Keiko resistance an unorganized rugged resistance that thrived off the lower caste of society in Haiti. Another signaling attack, Marines forced entry and battled the Caicos in hand-to-hand combat. For his valiant actions that aided in the security of the city, Assistant Secretary to the Navy, Franklin D. Roosevelt, recommended Butler for the Medal of Honor. Major Butler received his second medal from President Wilson in 1917. Now, I got a little bit more. In addition to his impressive military career, Major General Butler is credited with the creation 
of the unofficial mascot for the Marine Corps, the Bulldog. Major General Butler enlisted the first Bulldog, King Bulwark, later renamed Jiggs, for official Marine duties in 1922, where Jiggs was enlisted during a formal ceremony in October. During the ceremony, Major General Butler signed enlistment papers, noting that the term of Private Jiggs' contract was life, and his duties included sit, stay, and lie down. The Marine Corps has upheld the tradition of Bulldog mascot and recently introduced Chesley XV as its newest recruit. So that's Major Smetley Butler. Yeah, man. Um, I don't have, you know, this 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 is the the the, the reason why we do this, man. Listen to stories like that. So uh we're gonna continue to do this, man. But I I, I tell you, man, I don't think we have read one story that was not worthy <laughs> that uh to be read, man. Um so with that being said, man, the things these guys do and the things they the, the way they put they 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 life and 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 on the line is 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 crazy to me, man. And and I will say every time I read any of this stuff, man, me I'm reading or you reading it. Um, I don't know what I'd do if I was put in some of these circumstances, man. But I hope I can can even come close to 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 do any of the the things that these guys did in in, in their life. Hey, so um. Major Smetley Butler, not only, you know, was he a declarated like Marine and like, you know, been in all these wars and great fighter and stuff like that. When he retired, because uh, he did like 33 years in the Marine Corps, when he retired, he became an advocate against the business of war. Actually, he actually became a big advocate. It's like, you know. It's stories or rumors or whatever you want to say about him even wanting to overthrow FDR as the president. So, you know, he did his time. He did 33 years. He got out and then he started looking at war like, hey, um, was I just a weapon? Was I just being used? Was Mm -hmm. I just being taken advantage of? Like, this is a big business here. You know what I'm saying? So he had a lot of issues with war and just, you know, everything, you know, about it on the side of money and lives being lost for, you know, personal gain or financial gain and stuff like that. So he, he, he went super hard to fight against that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, all of that, you know, some stories about him popped up recently too, because stories about January 6th popped up, you know, and I don't want to talk about January 6th at all, really, but stories about January 6th popped up and, you know, so, since the beginning of since the book since government people been fighting government and fighting some of uh, you know the 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 ways or yeah. whatever so that's something that smetley was doing after so i don't know now how you know how government feels about you know general smetley but i do want to say that his acts during his time while he was serving with us i mean we definitely want to salute him for that yeah most definitely man most definitely, man. Big, deep, big time, big time. You heard about the Brandon Act? The Branding Act. The Brandon Act. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I read it, read a little bit about it, man. Um, first, I start off with by, by saying this, man. Um, it's a big deal, right? It's a big deal, especially in the Navy. I can't talk to every branch, but I'm sure I'm going to assume it's probably the same, right? Um, 
mental health is a big deal, right? So with that being said, man, I, I really do think we are doing a better job when it comes to to trying to help sailors out when it comes to their mental health and what they're doing, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think this the, the Brandon Act is going to help get these sailors or whoever come up with anything mental health related the help they need get them evaluated that's the key to it man like like getting them getting them evaluated i have seen circumstances where you know it take months right like you go in there you get evaluated it may take months or whatever so i do think this is this is uh we're still going in the right direction when it comes to mental health and and, and i'll be sitting up here lying if i didn't if, if i'm talking about when i came in the navy to now that's what I mean by mm-hmm. I think we got a, a upward um, um, trajectory when it comes to the mental health side of it because I remember back in the day no nobody even you was you was weak if you came say anything about mental health you was you was weak right and I think now we are in a different a different level with this stuff and we are getting the help getting people the help they need um, and we getting it there faster man I mean it may not be as fast as everybody wants to be but I do think we are trying the Navy is trying to to get people help they need. So yeah, I think this is another yeah. another one of those things that's gonna help that out. Yeah, and then shout out, you know, the family too. You know, Brandon Caserta, his parents. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they fun. found letters from him saying that he was being bullied by, you know, peers, by superiors, stuff like that. You know, he committed, you know, he well voluntarily transitioned, commit, you know, um out of this world. So one of the things that I do want to say about that is it's definitely helps when it comes to that stigma that a lot of sellers get that if they do say something, if they do reach out for help, they're going to be put on some kind of wait list. Yeah. They're not going to get help immediately. You know what I mean? So um, it, it helps that it's not, it's still the president still got to sign it, you know, so it, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's passed by yeah. Senate, but the, yeah, but the president still got to sign it, but it definitely helps with, that part it also lets you get help out in town you don't gotta you know get help um you don't have to go through the military if that's not um, working so the brandon act uh passed um through senate so it passed in senate so you know that's good stuff most definitely a big deal man big deal Mm. so mark just graduated boot camp yeah so was he the last of the eight weeks? Was Mark he the last of the, the eight weekers? He, and I actually asked him that question, man, up there, man. So he was the last of the eight weeks, man. Um, yeah. So now they have started this 10 week thing, man. And I and and I've been slowly like trying to pick his brain, like since he since he got done with it. Like, what are they saying about it or whatever? And I think one of the things was though, they they're gonna do Talking to him seemed like they're gonna still do their normal eight weeks, right? But yeah, yeah, the weeks. ring they're gonna give him some additional training, and the ring is gonna loosen up a little bit, right? On them, it's gonna be more of of them tra- doing some, getting some extra training. And I and I tell you, one of the I read a little bit about it, and one of the extra training I read about was was um finances. <laughs> Hey, yeah. it may be at the end of 22, 23 that I might be saying that that is my big deal for 22. We talking about giving these young people some financial training? What? Let's go. Yeah, I but that's wish a small I... part, though. Huh? No, no, no. Yes, that's, that's a, small a small part. part. Yes, that's a small part. I get it. You know, 
But the fact of, I wish I had some financial training coming in, man. I wish I had some financial training in high school shit. You know what I mean? Like talking you ain't about have financial training, man. Like talking about credit and shit, all that stuff. Hell no. Did that Navy Fed ain't walk in when y'all was like uh, sitting round robin no, style? No, no, some no. a representative from Navy Fed ain't no, walking no, no, in there no. and talking. That's, to I'm not. I, yes, the banks came in there to try to get your shit right, <laughs> but I'm talking about no shit training. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? No break yeah. breaking stuff down and talking about some financial stuff. I and mean, I don't know if that's the. What kind of training they gonna do when it comes to financial? That could be the same thing. You're right. They can have somebody just walk in and just talk about some stuff. But I hope they could get in like in depth and and, and teach some people some stuff about uh, financial, about savings, about you know uh, IRAs, about your TSP. Get in depth with it a little bit more so people can understand it. A lot of times, man, people just hear stuff. When you don't understand it, you don't want to apply yourself. You don't want to. You don't want to put money in something that you really don't understand. You know, so if they understand it, they probably put money in stuff and save more money. You know, yeah, it's my take on it, man. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, ten weeks, man. Two more, two more additional weeks, man. Which, <laughs> um, the whole thing happened though, so I didn't understand the fact they say he's still doing the eight weeks. So I'm assuming they still doing the battle stations. They still doing all that stuff. So does that mean the graduation is still happening right after they do the battle stations, or are they gonna wait? The two weeks then do the graduation so i kind of like threw off on that a little bit and, and it don't seem like the graduation happening so it says that they don't have they don't have, um the battle stations right they're gonna finish the battle stations so it says uh it's, it's, i got it right here on military.com it says okay. with the latest it says recruits will spend eight weeks going through the typical phases of instruction that culminate with the battle stations capstone event at the end of the 12 hour scenario then they talk about what kind of destroyer. Okay. Recruits are given a Navy ball cap that symbolizes their transition to full flat soldiers. With the latest change, however, sellers would not move on to graduation after the crucible event, but rather stay with their training cohort for an extra two weeks and receive additional instruction, albeit under less intense uh, conditions. So like you said, like the RDCs, <laughs> you know, they're going to take the RDC hat off a little bit. Like, hey, I'm Petty <laughs> Officer Jones. What's you up? know what I mean? What's up, bro? Like the whole time. What's up, bro? <laughs> you know, you, I hope you ain't take too much of the last yeah, eight weeks. This is the real me right here. This is the real me. <laughs> but they pull back. They they pull back around like week six, week seven anyway. Like, you know, normally from what I remember, they pull back a little. I don't know about when you went through boot camp, like how they did with y'all. Yeah, like, like dude, you know, I, but like dude. the last week it was cool. Like, and I had, a, I had a, I pretty much had a blast after service week. They don't even do service week no more, man. You got, did you do oh, yeah. service week? I think so. I don't remember everything. Uh, yeah. You know what I remember more than anything in boot camp? I remember I got every time I got in trouble, yeah. and I remember getting my canteen slapped out by head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember getting my canteen slapped out by head by a petty petty officer root P O one root. But um, I was, you know, I, 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 like we got in ranks and I was thirsty. You know what I mean? So I took a swig. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I, like they say hydrate. So I took a swig. I'm putting a cap on, dude. Almost had to. And that's, I think that's the part I was madder about because the cap wasn't on. My man came through from the heavens. <laughs> Swooped the canteen. Oh, that joint man. went. You know, So everything after that just hurt. You know what I mean? Like. To watch the canteen like 
hockey puck <laughs> through, through the deck and then watch the water like spill out of the canteen, oh, man. man. And then to know that I had to go pick up my canteen. Mm. I had to walk. I had to walk to pick the canteen up, right? Shamefully, right? I had to walk to pick the cap up for the canteen, mm. shamefully. I had to walk to get a swab. Schwab up the water, <laughs> refill my canteen, and get back in ranks while everybody was waiting for me. Wait for you. You know, yeah. that was, yeah, that was a memorable moment hey, for me and Bucan. And then don't try to act like a badass and take your time while you're doing it. No, nope. like, try to you better get to with move it. it. No, you no. better be moving. Yeah. <laughs> every time we walk, moving, every time, I remember, so they called me, they was looking for our pox, man. Yeah. So they called me the first day. I was like, the first name they called is a petty, I'll come up. And I walked like, you know, like a Philly, like, you know, yeah. come, you know what I'm saying? The dude was like, he was like, get back. You know what I mean? He said something to get the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm thinking like, what happened? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, all I did. And then he was like, when next time we call somebody, we need y'all to say moving petty officer. <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking it's going to be my turn again. You know, they call somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> it was over for me, that man. That was it, man. You probably went yeah. essentially to you went no... <laughs> I was a section leader. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so was, at least you got to yeah, try something. That's yeah, good. yeah, but I, I, I wasn't the best. Like my rack was the best. My yeah. rack was the best in my section, like nice. all the time. And then my yeah. dudes, yeah, but it was just my rack. Like my section <laughs> had, had bad racks. <laughs> like, like that was like the thing. That was like my lesson in boot camp. Like, yo, you need to worry about like as much as you you try to be a perfectionist, you need to worry about your team. You yeah, know? man. Then it was. Then I found out after boot camp. I think I talked about it before on this on this podcast. But I found out after boot camp that my boy Buster, like, and that's his name, Buster. But um, like he would like like mess up his rack on purpose just so they could work me out because he liked to see, you know, me get beat or whatever like that. Like I found that out later. Oh, that's <laughs> dirty man, you dirty Buster. Yeah, like he, Buster, you he was dirty, still be dirty. Yeah, he was still be dirty. The funniest shit though. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, it was hilarious. But yeah, so it says that we're going to change the nature of the relationship between the instructors and these sellers to more of a coaching and mentoring relationship where we can have in-depth conversations about what life is really like. I mean, and that's something that we talk about. That's why we podcast. That's something we talked about in the podcast that we got coming up. That's a lot of what we always talk about, right? So uh, they talked about um, some additional training aimed for addressing problems within a culture, uh, not just the Navy, but the military overall, like sexual assault, suicide prevention healthy lifestyle, life skills, like you said, financial, not as much on extremism, but maybe a little bit, but more on the model behaviors that we want to contribute to the culture of the Navy. Um, And I believe that this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I believe that this is going to be good. Um, But they got all of it. It says that like all of this stuff is coming from the fleet. Like this is like Mm -hmm. feedback from leaders. And I could see a leader saying that, yo, where, like, what's up? What's going on in yeah. boot camp? Like, why we got people coming, like, act like they never knew how to do this or never knew how to do that or never knew how to do that. Because sometimes you get some new check-ins that's just completely out of it, man. Like a bag of ass. Yeah, man. It's scary. You know, yeah. and I love my junior sellers, but sometimes it's super scary about yeah. that. You know, and that's why I was, that's why I brought up DC earlier, because I got a seller that just, like, one of my sellers, I don't want to get too deep, but I, she po- she got to a new command and she posted and she's like, yo, it was a fire, an actual fire, you know? And now, mind you, she, you know, you starting off kind of like in like a shore duty 
situation. So mm-hmm. it's no even damage control training. You know what I mean? So she's yeah. like, yeah, I get to my ship. And on the very first day I check in, it's a fire. You know what I mean? And she's like, I didn't know what to do. She's like, I'm mm-hmm. passing out gear. And, I, and and for me, I'm like, yo, you did something. You you yeah. found a way to get in there and help. help you might not have known. She was I was so embarrassed, so ashamed. You might have you might not have known what to do, but you find a way to get in there and you passed out oh, God, gear. Another seller got on, made an egregious comment that I only want to think about. But that's what made me think about like like you cannot not more not not the the initial post, but more like the other comment that I don't want to think about. But that's what made me think about the fact that DC damage control is not an option. That's not something that you could just do fake out or something you need to know. And everybody, in my opinion, needs to yeah. know how to fight a fire on the ship. Yeah. Fire flooding everything, man. I agree uh, totally with you, man. Um, and I do think this this extra weeks is a it's, it's going to be a good deal, man. Uh, but with that being said, man, I like um to reach out to a RDC out there, man, and 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 to to come on or at least put in the comment box and let us know the expectations of these two weeks, man. I really like to know from a hands-on from a from the RDC standpoint what is what is going to look like. What are these two weeks going to look out look like? Um, and then I know it's some it's some sailors that's there right now in that eight weeks, and then, and then two weeks later they're going to be done. So I like to even talk to some of them if. If anybody can reach out, man, let us know, man. We we most definitely would like to to get the insights, man. You know, to, to share to share this. So I don't get, I don't work with junior sales at all, so I can't. I probably won't be getting anybody coming to my um, command. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about books. Um, okay, what you got, man? Will Smith. Will Will by Will Smith. Right. I'm going to start off with the with the what 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 my opinion, my rating of it. Like I'm going to start off like that just to kind of make everything clear. It's a five. It's a five star book, probably mm. a six star book, audio book for audio books is probably six stars. Um, He covered any part of ground that needs to be covered. And I'm not even talking about the content. I'll talk about the way in which he executed um, for an audio book. So if he was referencing a song, you actually heard it like you could hear it. It was like a, it was almost like a production It's Will Smith. So everything he do is kind of like a production quality. You see his Instagram would be like 8K videos on his Instagram. So everything he do is like this big, you know, big scale is what he can't do nothing small. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, so on account of the production quality, that was like six out of five. Like it was great, like incredible, like um from. From like every chapter, man, he, 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 you know, he would talk about his life. Um, of course he did impersonation. So he, anybody that he talked about, if they, if they had a unique voice, he, he impersonated their voice. Um, but I'm telling you, like, it was scenes from like Fresh Prince, like in the book, like you could hear scenes, like if he mentioned it, you know, if he, he'd be like, yo, this was like my scariest moment ever. And then you would hear the scene from Fresh Prince. Um, uh, it, it was Mute got he had some guy when he talked about his grandma, it was gospel music. Um, when he talked about his um, like the first time he heard a song on the radio, he actually played back the countdown of like all of the songs as he was like thinking that his song wasn't going to be on the radio, it was number one. So he played back from like I think number five. Um, it was great, man. It made me kind of think about where we where we put Will Smith 
in terms of hip hop. Like, like it made me think about where we put him because he's like one of the first artists, hip hop mm-hmm. artists. I mean, he did yeah. win the first Grammy, of course, but he's like one of the first hip hop artists. He came around. He's like he was like a sophomore, <laughs> you know, uh, if, if if the forefathers were like freshmen. Uh, well, he was like second, like second tier forefather like if if they came in first tier he was like second tier. he was right there like yeah. mid 80s I, right? I agree so um so uh that part and then like what he did in hollywood is unprecedented and it'll probably never be done again as a as a solo actor right so if anybody never heard me give will smith his props i'm giving him his props right now right what he done in music and then the transition at the highest level that you can make music to and to act and on TV at the highest level that you can make do TV as a black actor, right? At the highest level that he could do TV, uh, his own TV show with his own name that he pretty much controlled when it went off. And he was in as like his first, almost first time acting type stuff was great. Then the transition over to Hollywood and execute that at the highest level. Like he had like a seven year stretch uh, our five, six, six, seven year stretch of all hits, like all number one blockbuster movies. Like I think the like from like from Independence Day to like uh, I Am Legend or something like that. It's yeah. just crazy. Like like nobody else has done that. No single actor has done that with that many hits. Right? It's better actors. It's people that a whole bunch of other stuff, but yeah. nobody done that with that many hits. Right? So I want to give him his props there. So the production quality of the book, give him his props. And then the content, man, the content of the book, man, the stories, um, every chapter had a story. Everything was like perfectly pieced together. Um, the way he ended the book was perfect, man. Um, the things he started out with, the demons he dealt with, the, the, the things he had to fight, his fears, everything came to a head by the end of the book. So it was perfectly paced, perfectly written from start to finish is great. I know Oprah said it's the best biography that she ever, autobiography she ever mm. read. And um, Oprah pissed me off every now and then, but I can agree. It's like, as far as audio books, it's the best one I listen to. It's narrated by him. Oh, yeah. um, and I, if you got the book, I strongly suggest getting an audio book. I don't know how the book could even compare to the audio book. This was great. This yeah. was great. I didn't care about the juice between uh, like some of that Jada, P- Jada Pinkett and Will, Sm- Will stuff. I didn't really care about like the salacious stuff that they got going on. I cared about a lot of other stuff and the beginning of that romance and like that story. It yeah. was good, man. It was real good. That's good, man. Um, I'm going to, you got me pumped up about it, man. I think I'm going to go out and buy it now, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Yo, get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Start it tonight, man. It's yeah. great. Most definitely, man. Um, So... Now I guess we at the movie, man. The movie. So yeah, well, if, huh? We switched it up this week, though. Well, we switched it up for the next ten episodes, really. Yeah, because yeah. we not doing we doing a TV show. Yeah, man. So yeah, you guys know we always do movies and things like that. But you're right, Demo. Um, we, we put out before that we was doing the Band of Brothers, and we all know Band of Brothers is a TV show. So we did episode one, man. Yeah. Um the, the review of episode one, man, it was it was um it was crazy. It was it, it was it was crazy, but I I I tell you this, man, it's off to a good start with me though. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I I like movies, I mean I like TV shows like this, man. And and I, I'm 
it has me thinking that what's going to happen in the next episode because I really I don't know what's going to happen. So um, it got me thinking. It got me ready to watch the next one. Put it like that. So this was this was more about you know they had a uh, 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 airborne crew. They they they're making an airborne crew right. And you got different type of leadership style. That's why I got out of this whole first episode. Different leadership mm-hmm. styles, right? Uh, we had this one guy. I felt like he was a good leader uh, when it comes to the training, the basic training, and, and the, to push him, to push him. But he wasn't good in the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not so he was pretty much garbage in the field, man. And and, and one ep- in one part of the episode on there, they was talking about where he said, "Hey." I'm not, they try to do a mutiny or some shit. They do not want to follow this guy to war. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, we're not doing this. Of course. Try to get out. <laughs> of course he told me to get the ass out of here. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, like, you could die. You, they'll kill your ass with shit you try, y'all trying to pull right now type shit. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, man, uh, the episode, uh, it was pretty good, man. Um, it, it tells you, it, it teaches you some things about things like you think about behind the scenes. That's how I look at it, man. Like you got this one guy in charge and you got your, now he got an XO. Then he got another Lieutenant that's with him, but you hear them talking amongst each other about, about his ass. Cause they know he's not yeah. good. You know what I mean? They know. So it, it kind of gives you like yeah. this behind the scene, look at how they thinking when it comes to uh, their leader, you know what I mean? Which was yeah. not good in the field. You know, uh, he was always trying to be a hard ass and he wanted to be the best, but he just seemed to me like he didn't know how to lean on his, his people who knew the field and knew how to do things. I think if he leaned on them a little bit more, he had been more, um, successful, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they pulled that little thing on him at the end of the episode, man, and say, you'll be better suited somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about that in a second. Um, I, I want to get into some of the facts. So this episode one is called Karahi. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's like stands for like, it's kind of like weird. If you look it up, if you know exactly what that means, um, let me know. But it, it seems like it says like as one um, together uh, as one, even if it's many of us, we, we're one. So it's uh, Karahi, uh, Kurahi. Um, yeah. And this is about Easy Company, right? The the 506 uh, regiment regiment of the 101st Airborne, right? World yeah. War II. Um, we've been attacked. We've been attacked by you know Japanese forces already, you know. So it's it's about the response. So the first thing that stuck out to me was the pre-show segments. Yeah. Right. Did you watch the pre-show segments? Yeah. You talk about what it was just talking in the beginning, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the the yeah. actual people. So, Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was the first thing where it was people saying like, yo, they were willing to join whatever branch. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, man. They, they was ready to you go know? regardless. They, they was, was willing. Ready. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the connection to, you know, Portier and Betty White, where it was like Portier, like, yo, I'm lying to get in. And Betty yeah. White, like, hey, I'm signing up the volunteer. I'm helping out. Yeah. So that's the first thing stuck out where they like, yo, they willing to join whatever branch. They just want to serve. And yep. then when a the dude said it was people that committed suicide because they didn't get selected. Yeah, man. You know? crazy, too. I can't imagine that happening now. Yeah. Nowadays. No, no, me either. You know, it's people that if you ask them if they ready to just get out, they would roll, you know, roll right now. It's people that if war, it's people that's in the military now that if it was a war, I, I can't say that they wouldn't be like, yo, can I leave? You know, yeah. so we talk about can civilians we <laughs> committing suicide. Can we get out? Yeah. Yeah. 
we talk about civilians committing suicide because they can't stay in. But um, so I start watching the show, and in less than ten minutes, I saw a leader that would be in hot water if it was like twenty twenty two, right? And that was Lieutenant Sobel, right? In less than ten minutes, so I, I took notes like as it like yeah. as I went through. And that's the first thing I noticed. I didn't even know how the show was going to end up. I didn't even think it was going to end up where he, you know, actually, where things actually happened. I just thought that was, because remember, when you think back Full Metal Jacket and other movies and stuff like that, they always got like this hard, like kind of like leader some, mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, in the, in the story. But Full Metal Jacket, that was like basic training. Like these guys were like training for that, you know, for that regiment. uh, to be uh, paratroopers or whatever yeah. like that, right? So that was different. They had already done whatever I think would have been that basic training yeah. or whatever like that. So I was thinking about that, like all military movies have a hard and like superior officer or whatever. Um, and that's David Schwimmer, right? So he played uh, Lieutenant Sobel. Um, and then this was a brand new concept, right? Paratroopers was a brand new thing. Never heard of it. Never heard of it before. So the line, the word that stuck out, stuck out to me in this movie was, well, the sentence was when somebody was like, Sobu's lost again, right? If I was to name the episode, that's what I would have named it. Sobu's lost again. So it, it kind of showed you that like, yo, you could be this hard ass. You could be yeah. like this dude that's like trying to do this and do this. But yo, you gonna, like you got a very high chance to lose your people. You yeah. know, if you don't put them, if you don't center what you're doing, um, you know, for your people. And then the other dude was Lieutenant Winters. And that was the dude that they like. Remember when he yeah. got promoted <laughs> yeah. to like XO? And then Sobel was like, and you know, the dude was like, well, I'm not going to promote him. I'm going to let you do it. You know, and then when Sobel did it, he was like, yo, you promote it. Now go work in the galley, you know, pass out food or whatever. Days he, is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had him do. So, oh, he got reassigned, right? I'm going to talk to you about the reassignment in a second, though. Um, another part that stuck out to me was the no jump tonight, the no jump tonight. Mm-hmm. It was like two days. It was like two days before D-Day. Yeah. And it was like no jump tonight. And it was like, yo, that's so like, how many deployments have I been on that? Like right before we supposed to go out, I mean, this LCS yeah. right before we supposed to go out is like, now nah, we're not going out today. Now we're yeah. not going out today. You got everything packed. They like, there's nothing else for us to do, but just go watch a movie. You know, and these, the dudes, these dudes are ready to fight. Yeah. And it looked like it's about to go down next episode. You know what I mean? It looked like it's about to <laughs> when you happen. hey when you when you think about that, man, it's like we the ship's getting ready to get on the way. Right? Yeah. Say, oh, we ain't get on the way today. Everybody happy to say, happening. oh shit, yay. These dudes are mad right now. No, 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 they ready to go. They, they, they are like, mad they that they not go. they not leaving. They're not going. Yeah, they yeah, people on the ship, they like, yo, do we get like two hours of liberty? Like, I want to go <laughs> out and get some Chick-fil-A. Like, yeah. like, like, like so the one thing, one of the things I want to say is that this show is from like 01, right? So it's like yeah. 21 years old, but the production value is great, man. Like it doesn't, like I'm watching it, I'm watching it on my OLED and all that, but the OLED, you know what I'm saying? Got that, got that, <laughs> got that OLED hooked up. But I'm, so I'm watching it on an OLED, but this thing looks amazing. Like the, the choice of t- like, cause Tom Hanks wrote it and I think he, was a big producer on it, but like to, to make the choice to use those cameras kind of give it like a timeless kind of effect. So that production value to me was great. I can't wait to see some of the war scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think they got a, a, a Band of Brothers, uh, another uh, sweet sequel to Band of Brothers coming out next year or this year. But you can see the level of care. Like I'm um, looking at like 
the 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 airplanes, looking at the jets, looking at the guns, looking at everything. You could see that they really cared about um, representing what like we look like in in those times. Um, like I said, it looked like the action is about to start, and this is like days before D Day. Like yeah. the next episode is going to be D Day. Um, but um, my question for you is this: like, so Lieutenant Sobel he got reassigned, right? Yep. So if you if you never saw Band of Brothers, first off, go watch it. You know, you might think this episode is slow, but I liked it because it had its own conflict, and that was the leadership conflict that Damon was just talking about. But um, so at the end of all of this, you know. So, but he get in the room with his superior and the superior was like, hey, man, you know, y'all doing some good training. You did some good training with these guys, you know. Now, mind you, his guys don't really trust his leadership, right? Yeah. They don't trust his leadership or whatever like that. So, you know, he in the room with the superior, the superior like, hey, you know, good training. As a matter of fact, your training is so good that, you know, I want to reassign you to a training facility. Like, you yeah. just got to go train. So now my question for you is, do you think that he knew that Sobel was like trash in a field, like, and that his guys didn't want to work for him uh, or any, you think yeah, he knew that? Yeah, that's why he did it. So in the show, they can't, well, it was like six of them didn't want to go to, they didn't want to go in the field with him. So I think that what got him. Yeah, they was going to turn in that stripes. They yeah. Turn so what stripes. happened was it, they, he took that part, say, Get out of my office, it ain't happening. But then they knew he knew then that the boy was garbage as a leader. I think they gave him yeah. the insight. So, okay, we gotta get rid of this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing about it, he never talked to the so far anyway, he never talked to the executive officer about him though. Yeah, you know what I mean, so he he came Remember up he with tried that. to salute him. Remember, he tried to when is try to salute Sobu? Well, when, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the head guy that never talked yeah, to yeah, winners. No, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, he never talked to winners about the uh the guy that was in charge yeah but do you remember when yeah. winner tried to salute him and he ain't returning nothing <laughs> pissed <laughs> nothing he was pissed so you think yeah I, I think the head dude i think he knew too but he was slick with it man yeah like the way he, he was smooth everything he was smooth now. like it was like one of them like i like i like i want to learn from that type of like leadership because yeah. he like he was like straight to the point you know yeah. raw with it he worded it like super professional to where like it wouldn't even offend a dude. And then it was like, it ain't no questions yeah. after this. He, could, he, he couldn't, like, so he I'm couldn't not even be- come back. He was like, he wanted <laughs> he to say some shit, but he just like, he didn't know how to say it. He pretty much telling yeah. you, you great. <laughs> He's telling yeah, you, you're, you're great. great. You, so you can't come back of fact, on that. So good. Yeah. <laughs> matter of fact, you're so good. Yeah. We go go say you over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the only thing that got him was, um, we asked him what, like, who's going to replace him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he said, you know, the other dude. And the yeah. other dude looked like he about to be straight, too. He looked yeah. like, you know, yeah. he he playing a lot. of All these actors playing a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, so first episode is good. Like, started off kind of slow. I give it like a four out of five. I don't think I'm going to really review. I don't think we should review the show. I think we should just kind of talk about it and yeah. then review it as a whole when we finish. At the end. So yeah. for the next nine weeks, we're going to be doing Band of Brothers episode so look out for those yeah man off to a good start man off to a a pretty pretty good start man so i can't wait man to watch it this this uh week man and then have a another view um of 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 episode two so yeah it's gonna be good man 
Yeah. So, hey, welcome to PTSF for all the new listeners. PTSF 2022. I don't think we ever recorded in January ever. So this is a first for us. We were on a long break before, but we appreciate your listenership. We got a, you know, big guest, a big topic next week. Um, Martin Luther King Day next week. We got a big guest, big topic. It's going to be we're we going to have a whole lot of content next week. We just kind of did some catching up today. I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. We did some catching up. But we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Get yourself some merch, man. Get some merch, man. And also with that being said, man, you know, go Niners, man. Beat Cowboys. Let's go, man. <laughs> go Niners. <laughs> Beat Cowboys. Niners. And let me tell you, hey, I'm going to let you guys man. know ahead of time that it's a house divided. Because my wife is a big Cowboy fan. So it's a house divided. Yeah. So um, I'll let you guys know how that go next week. If, 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 if we start the show off and you see... You know me, I'm a little down and out. You guys know why, man. You know, but if I'm happy as hell and, and pump, yeah, we got that victory, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, man. Good times, peace man. Out. Peace out, all right, peace out, guys. Holla at your boy.